Hey everybody, Splat here, and we are talking thefrequency.com. That's T-H-E-E frequency.com. And here, or there, or anywhere, your spirit is in need, go to thefrequency.com. That's T-H-E-E frequency.com. There they have crystals, crystals for healing powers, for um, your meditation times, anything you feel that your spirit is hungering for, go to thefrequency.com. Crystals, tarot card readings, they have witch spells, they have, uh, speaking of tarot card readings, if you go to episode uh, 55, uh, around February 28th, we did a tarot card reading by the owner owner of thefrequency.com. That's T-H-E-E frequency.com, Sarah Miller. And she gave me a reading live on the show. So go back, check out that episode. And remember, if your spirit needs something, they will guide you in the right direction. They have what your spirit needs, and they also have what your spirit needs doesn't need so to speak they want to get rid of that shit but anyway go to thefrequency.com and uh tell them splats unicorner sent you okay so set your uh, feed your spirit and set it free at thefrequency.com t-h-e-e frequency.com I'm sorry, but I don't want to be an emperor. That's not my business. I don't want to rule or conquer anyone. I should like to help everyone if possible. Jew, Gentile, black man, white. We all want to help one another. Human beings are like that. We want to live by each other's happiness, not by each other's misery. We don't want to hate and despise one another. In this world, there's room for everyone, and the good earth is rich and can provide for everyone. The way of life can be free and beautiful. But we have lost the way. Greed has poisoned men's souls, has barricaded the world with hate, has goose-stepped us into misery and bloodshed. We have developed speed, but we have shut ourselves in. Machinery that gives abundance has left us in want. Our knowledge has made us cynical, our cleverness hard and unkind. We think too much and feel too little. More than machinery, we need humanity. More than cleverness, we need kindness and gentleness. Without these qualities, life will be violent, and all will be lost. The aeroplane and the radio have brought us closer together. The very nature of these inventions cries out for the goodness in men, cries out for universal brotherhood, for the unity of us all. Even now, my voice is reaching millions throughout the world, millions of despairing men, women, and little children, victims of a system that makes men torture and imprison innocent people. To those who can hear me, I say, do not despair. The misery that is now upon us is but the passing of greed, the bitterness of men who fear the way of human progress. The hate of men will pass and dictators die, and the power they took from the people will return to the people. And so long as men die, liberty will never perish. Soldiers, don't give yourselves to brutes, men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives. Tell you what to do, what to think, and what to feel? Who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder? Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. You have the love of humanity in your hearts. 
you don't hate. Only the unloved hate. The unloved and the unnatural. Soldiers, don't fight for slavery. Fight for liberty. In the 17th chapter of St. Luke, it is written, the kingdom of God is within man. Not one man, nor a group of men. But in all men, in you. You, the people, have the power. The power to create machines. The power to create happiness. You, the people, have the power to make this life free and beautiful. To make this life a wonderful adventure. Then in the name of democracy, let us use that power. Let us all unite. Let us fight for a new world. A decent world that will give men a chance to work, that will give youth a future and old age a security. By the promise of these things, brutes have risen to power. But they lie. They do not fulfill that promise. They never will. Dictators free themselves, but they enslave the people. Now let us fight to fulfill that promise. Let us fight to free the world, to do away with national barriers, to do away with greed, with hate and intolerance. Let us fight for a world of reason. A world where science and progress will lead to all men's happiness. Soldiers, in the name of democracy, let us all unite! Testing one, two, testing one, two. Unicorner Podcast. Welcome, my little pretties. <clears throat> Come on, man. Oh, how was everybody's fucking weekend? Freaking weekend. I want to was it magical? Was it low-key? Not the villain from the Marvel comics? Come on, man. I mean like low, L-O-W-K-E-Y. Low-key, baby. Yeah, mine was, pretty much. Um, a lot of football watching, a lot of sports watching. A lot of, well, I did watch a movie. Uh, I watched uh, um, The Good Nurse. The Good Nurse, which is pretty good. It's slow, but uh, it was good. It was pretty good. It's a true story. See what their synopsis says. The infamous caregiver is implicated in the deaths of hundreds of hospital patients. So basically this guy, I don't want to give any spoilers. Everybody knows the story probably, but uh, kind of gives you the behind the scenes of what was going on there. This guy was killing people. She was snitch- snitching on him. 
I think it's on Netflix. Go check it out. The Good Nurse with Justine, uh, what's her name? Jessica Chastain. She is a fucking smoke show, baby. Woo! Uh, Eddie Redmayne is in there. You might know him if you've seen him. It was a good. It was a good movie. I can highly recommend. Chef, I recommend. Yeah. Oh, there was something else on Netflix. Well, Netflix. Um, let me see what it is. Killer Stace. Killer Sally. I don't know if we talked about this last week. I'm not sure. Let's play the trailer. Sally McNeil, a female bodybuilder accused of killing her husband, another bodybuilder, on Valentine's Day last year. You're going to be going to a shelter because of what I did to Daddy. Sally McNeil has a tremendous physique, and she's married to Ray McNeil. She's married to Ray McNeil, who's certainly one of the most muscular pros alive. He looked like the statue of David. He was beautiful. Lust at first sight. Sally was the main breadwinner. They were into some funny stuff. (laughs) There's a seedy side of bodybuilding. Nobody talks about it. A man would pay for what was known as muscle worship. It's basically muscle prostitution. If I wrestle 10 of them, that's $3,000. Made Ray happy that it was paying for his steroids. Then he hit me. 911, I just shot my husband because he just beat me up. You shot your husband? Yes. Sally McNeil took a shotgun and blasted her husband and shot him again in the face. I'm sorry if I disappointed you. She protected her kids like a wild animal. I remember how torturous it used to be to have to sit there and watch him abuse my sister and to know that I was next. Sally didn't talk about what was happening with Ray. And I've learned to suppress things and block them out. To me, this was a premeditated murder. He was shot in the face while on the ground. I have a right to defend myself. I couldn't take it anymore. I I didn't want to die. <clears throat> Killer Sally. Boom. In a world. No, I'm just kidding. Definitely recommend. Okay, Def- definitely recommend that uh, the docu series. It's only three episodes long. They're about an hour long, roughly, roughly, give or take. Um, but I highly recommend this. Go watch it. You decide. Um, do we ignore? Do are are we in America? Do we ignore? And this happened some quite quite some time ago, but is is it still relevant? Do we ignore the battered women, the women in this country or in this world? Do we dismiss it as, well, what did you do? What did you do? Right? I mean, we don't know what happened in the situation. Was it meditated? It might have been meditated. She's been getting her ass beat for a long time. I don't see why that uh, has anything to do with anything. Of course, in the court of law, blah, blah, blah. They're going to twist it around. But I guess it's up to us to believe was she beat, was she battered, and that's the reason why she did what she did, or was she just like a cold-hearted killer? I don't believe the cold-hearted killer part. Why didn't she do it before? Why hasn't she done it before with somebody else? Well, this or that, you know. 
we uh, it seems uh, I don't know in the docu series it just seems like they kind of just dismiss that uh, not the docu series itself the law the prosecutors and the DA and uh, the witnesses they, they 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 dismiss that steroids are involved mood swings people get violent on steroids if she on steroids was she beating him you know they and no, it's just uh, she uh, was a premeditated murder. She shot him in the face while he was on the ground. Motherfucker, probably she was making sure he was dead so he didn't get up and beat her ass again. I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't know. It was a good docuseries, though. Uh, go check it out on Netflix. Killer Sally. And uh, write in and tell us what you think. All right? All right. All right. Um... And, of course, the big movie of the weekend that I was waiting for. Um, I'll play the trailer to this one again. Um, Weird. The Al Yankovic story. Put it in. I'm tired of people thinking I'm some kind of joke. Your dad and I agreed it would be best if you just stop being who you are and doing the things you love. My whole life, all I wanted... I'm afraid we found your son at a polka party. Just to make up new words to a song that already exists. Oh. Well, you should do that then. Who my little hungry one? Hungry one, open up a package of my banana. Dude, I've got chills. Every once in a great while, I can spot a talent that I know is the future of music. But first, we gotta find you a stage name. Al Yankovic. It's long, it's hard to pronounce. So I'm just gonna throw this out there. Weird Al Yankovic. I love it. Weird Al has taken the world by storm. Do I know you? Madonna. I was wondering if you were going to do a parody of my song, Like a Virgin. I'm curious, is that song autobiographical? Yes. <laughs> Except for the fact that I've had a lot of sex. Any one creative genius that doesn't have a checkered past involving alcohol. That's the medicine. And drugs. I think Madonna's a bad influence on you. What? No offense. I'm a train wreck. My parents wrote me off. I pushed away my band. You're all just a bunch of normals. I'm the weird one. You gotta take care of yourself. I saw in you something special. An artist with something to give to the world. In front of all the billions of people watching around the world right now, all I want to say is be as weird as you want to be. You will never find true happiness until you can truly accept who you are. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, Al, you can't smoke in here. <laughs> I totally deserve that. Great movie. I highly, highly recommend it. I'm a big uh, Weird Al fan. Um, it was one of the uh, one of the 
few bands that my mom enjoyed with me where she was like laughing and thought it was ridiculous as I thought it was too, but it was great. It was magical. Um, now, if you haven't seen the movie and you don't want to fucking hear about it, fast forward a few a few bits uh, because I'm going to talk about it because um, a lot of people were texting me um, that seen it and they were asking me questions. And I'm not going to get into detail about certain stories in the movie because I want you to see it. I want you to be asking the same questions. But what, what if you don't want to hear this part, I'd fast forward because I'm going to give you my what I think this movie was uh, what it was. Um, just like his music, okay, Weird Al Yankovic made a movie that was ridiculous ridiculously spectacular um are these true facts of his life yes are they going did they go down like that the way they were told in the movie no because like his music there's a solid base but then you just put goofiness on top of it right beat it eat it right that's that whole um right there's your base solid truthful but then you throw on, there's kids starving in Japan, just eat it, right? It's ridiculous. <laughs> and that, to me, um, was this movie. Because you're going to ask yourself, did that really happen? You're going to see yourself Googling, did that really happen? Did this really happen? Oh, my God. But there are facts. The basis of this movie is facts. It's just over exaggerated it's just ridiculous just like his songs and that's my take on it because i believe um i mean it's so it's the movie so ridiculous but it's very well written very well put together uh harry potter daniel radcliffe whatever the fuck his name is he was brilliant in it let's see who was in it <clears throat> the narrator was dietrich bader you guys know him from um drew carey's show uh, I think he was in office space, maybe not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the dude with the mullet, the next door neighbor. Uh, Daniel Radcliffe was Weird Al. Uh, young Weird Al, don't know that kid. Rain Wilson was Dr. Tomento. Uh, just an all-star. Toby Huss was Nick, the, the, the dad. Jack Black was in it. There was a bunch of cameos in it. Jack Black was in it. I mean, just a shitload of people. Weird Al was in it. So. But I definitely, definitely, definitely would go. It's on the Roku channel now. If you have Roku, uh, go check that out. I don't know if it's going to be released on any other streaming um, apps. My guess is Roku, and this is just my guess. I don't know. I'll do some research on it. But it's probably connected to, like, HBO Max or something. In another month, right before Christmas, they're going to shoot it over to HBO Max. Or they could sell it to them. I don't know. I don't know how that shit works. You're asking the wrong man, man. <clears throat> and then, of course, we had our elections yesterday. You guys went out and voted in your little, your little booths. Got your little pens or your little computers or whatever, whatever they fucking do in your area. And you voted for the most likely asshole to succeed. And um, 
I do have. I don't have individual individual results because go. Who cares the fuck? I know the uh, stroke guy got it fucking through Fetterman. I don't care. That's that's how you guys vote. You're idiots. <laughs> and I'm not even for Republicans. Doctor Oz is a dumb dumb too. So. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, balance of power in U.S. Senate. So far, I don't think these are. I don't think these are the uh, end all, be all. Uh, this is just where we're at right now on Wednesday in the evening. The balance of power, U.S. Senate, is Democrats forty eight, thirty six seats not up for election. That twenty nine seats not up for election. 49 Republicans, 29 seats not up for election. What does that mean? For election. 29 seats not up for election. An equal number of senators caucus with each party. Democrats will control the chamber due to President, Vice President Kamala Harris's tie-breaking vote. Republicans will win the Senate seat in Alaska in a race to be decided later in November. By ranked choice voting. <laughs> Balance of power. Okay, so the, the Senate looks like the Republicans got it so far, but it's a close one, 48-49, 48-49. I don't know if they won it. I don't know. Results. That's just updates. What's results? Let's get results, bitches. They don't have results. So that means there's no results. So right, as of right now, 49 Republicans, 48 Democrats. A balance of power in the U.S. House. Uh, who's in the house? House. Um, 183 goes to the Democrat. Democrats. Democrats. That's what I'm going to say for now. Democrats. 183. And two 207. So it looks like the Republicans, have, as of right now, the red wave. Where's MAGA man when we need him? I'm right here, buddy. Oh boy, what are you, what are you doing? I just come to say that the Republicans are going to take over. They're going to take over the House and the Senate. We have won. I don't give a shit what your phone says, Splat. We have got this. The red tidal wave has come in and swept up, and it's making the road for Trump or DeSantis to control this woke mob out here in the world. Um, but you really haven't won yet. I mean, these aren't results aren't final. The power of governor, Democrats 22, 24. Yes, but they're all red. Look at your phone. I can see it from here, buddy. It's blinded me. Oh, the god dang red coming off your phone is blinding me, Splat. Look at all that. Look at all that. I wish your buddy Pete was here so we could show him how much red we see. That's right, the Red Sea. You see what I did there, Splat? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll give you this. <clears throat> All right, I'll give you that. Well, God dang it, at least you gave me something, buddy. You son of a bitch. Well, now let's go red. And I expect next week you, you give us some props there, Splat, and Pete, wherever the fuck Pete is. I'm sure he'll be in at some point. Believe me when I tell you. You guys are nutty about this shit. So the balance of power of governor is 22-24 Republicans. I told you. 
Uh, balance of power in the U.S. House, 183, 207. I told you, we're taking over, buddy. Uh, balance of power in the U.S. Senate, for Democrats, 48. Blue, 48. Oh, that's one. <laughs> Blue, 48. Red, 49 red. Democrats and Republicans. The Republicans seem like they got it. Yes, they do. Quit saying it like that, Splat. Don't you love America? Don't you love this land of the free and the home of the brave? Well, that's original. I said what I said, God dang it. In two more years, we're going to take over the White House, and we'll have the White House, the governor, the power of governor, and we'll have the Senate and the House. And all you blue-haired, pussy-hat-wearing motherfuckers are going to regret what you did to us deplorables as you call us us mega mega trickle down booty calls or whatever the fuck you called us because the red is not dead i'm telling you splat we're taking over okay i just wanted to come in and say my piece because i was waiting outside for you to say something about the elections i don't give a fuck i don't give a shit what fucking movies you seen I was too busy doing my research. That's right. I was doing my research on these uh, these puppets we got in, in power right now that we're about to take down. Can't get no abortions no more. You got to keep your babies, ladies. See, I'm rhyming again, Splat. Keep your babies, ladies. God dang it. Lord Jesus Christ don't want nobody murdering nobody. All right? Well, I don't. Why do you have to bring religion into this? Because it's true. God created us equally. That unborn child has a right to live. You don't have a choice. They don't have a choice. Motherfucker, they got a choice till they're 18, am I right? That's not funny. That is, people quit laughing. That is not funny, Splat. The Lord Jesus Christ is going to strike you down, son, with all this blasphemy on his name. I didn't say anything about him. I was talking about abortions. Well, he doesn't approve of those types of things. Sodomy, abortions, and drug use, and ruining the, your, your body as a temple is not good. It's evil. And all these people in power are evil. They're taking over our, our, our cities and our neighborhoods. They're indoctrinating our children with gay stuff and butt stuff and racism stuff. I just don't get it. I don't get it, Splat. But we're taking over. And I'm going to say this last thing, and, I, and put me on the echo splat, because I'm going to make me a little speech here to all the people out there that voted. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Magnum Man. Some of you hate me, and some of you love me. But today, that does not matter. That does not take into effect that we're all human beings. That the Lord Jesus Christ molded us with mud and ribs and asked us not to eat the apple. And as you went into your little voting booths today and you voted, whether it be blue or red, seems like it's red, you made a choice. You made a choice to be free. You made a choice 
Do not let the evil seep into our blood of our children's. It is good to finally see everybody realizing that the red is not dead. Can I get an amen? Wow, that was powerful, Mega Man. Dang right it was, buddy. It's very important to me that you vote. And I know you don't vote. You, It's your right, but God dang it, Splat, you got to do it. That's just You shouldn't even have an opinion if you did not vote. You should not have an opinion on anything we do, say, whatever. You should shut your mouth. I'm not going to shut my mouth for one thing because, listen, I don't disrespect you. I mean, I do, but it's out of fun. What I'm going to tell you is that I have more of an opinion than the people that voted because I sat there and watched you guys pick these fucking evil, retarded dum-dums. And I shouldn't be ragging on them. I should be ragging on you for doing it, right? You're the one that picked them. I shouldn't have to pick if I don't approve of anything either one says. Why should I have to pick? Well, they got independence splat. You could pick that. Well, they're dumb, too. They're a little outrageous themselves. We need to find somebody that just is real. And that's never going to happen. And I can't vote consciously for a evil, period. Any kind of evil. E uh, lesser or more. Either one. I cannot vote on that in my conscience. Well, I still don't think you have a right to say um, anything or criticize or judge anybody for who they voted for. Because you didn't vote. You have no say-so in laws. You have no say-so in anything, Splat. Look, I, I get this is a touchy stuff, a subject for you voters, right? You guys, you guys say we have freedoms and rights, and it's a freedom. It's not a, it's a right, and it's a freedom. It's your civic duty. No, it's fucking not. I didn't sign a contract when I was born saying I'm gonna fucking vote. It does. You have a right, and I also have rights when it comes to saying something about it. You know, everybody, uh, just like you guys, Mega Man, you guys scream, we have rights, freedom of speech. Well, that's right. We do, Splat. Well, then that's what I'm exercising. I'm exercising my right not to vote unless I feel I, I'm ready and there's somebody worth voting for. Or if I think the uh, system is working, maybe I would go vote. But you can't convince me that it's a, it's a legit process. You cannot convince me of that. I don't care a fuck how you explain it. How you think you're going to explain it. Sorry, my dog's doing her thing. <laughs> Will you chill? Do you understand what I'm saying? <clears throat> Maga man, I do think I have all these rights, and I do think I have uh, these freedoms that you say I don't. I shouldn't. I don't have a right to an opinion. Fuck you. That's freedom of speech. Well, I think it's not right that you're not voting, Splat. I'm going to get out of here after I said my little speech, but you need to go fucking vote because that pisses me off. It pisses me off that people like you ain't out there voting and these motherfuckers in office running the shit to the ground. All right, buddy. All right. You do you, and I do me. 
You have a good day, Mega Man. I love you, buddy. I love you. We're all humans here. Uh, I'm glad your people are winning, I guess. I guess. Uh, I'm happy for you. All right? All right, Splat. I'm going to get out of here. You guys have a good one. Go red. It's not dead. All right. See you later, uh, Mega Man. So, yeah. Uh, you know, I get a lot of that. Uh, what Mega Man was telling me about... Uh, about not voting and i get it i get you guys get mad at me for not doing it or you look down upon me for not doing but i don't give a shit (laughs) i don't look down upon you or judge you for going to vote i'll make fun of you because that's my job because that's how i feel if you're gonna you know it's just jokes i don't give a shit if you go vote you guys believe in that system Go fucking do it. That's none of my business. But I still have a fucking uh, an opinion because it is still my community too. This is still my nation too. This is still my state too. I live here. But I can't. Uh, you can't tell me that all either one of these guys got it right because they're not. And I'm stupid. I'm a dumb dumb. But when it, you know, I pay attention to politics my whole life. Uh, do I agree with the politics? No, but I need to know what these little fucking snakes and used car salesmen are trying to fucking sell you. Because if you get complacent to it, you just uh, you get rolled over. And then you get sucked into their fucking world. You want that? Fuck no. I don't. Hell no. I don't want to get sucked into your political views. You'll ridicule everyone that chooses something different than you, different than you, chooses something different than you, asshole. Don't be a fucking asshole. Right? <clears throat> but it looks like uh, MAGA Man is right all the Republicans did show up uh, this time. Now, uh, now that you showed up, right, red, redumplicans, you need to fucking do something besides go pick on the fucking liberals for fucking years or whatever, you know? Maybe they did do some things right in the House and Senate. Take a look at it. Don't just go over there and go, well, you did it. We're not doing it. That's not the way it's going to be here now, buddy. Make marijuana legally, federally, stupids. You want fucking votes? You want extra votes? Stop fucking dicking around with immigrants and fucking people's fucking tax money and fucking legalize marijuana. This country's finances would be so much better. And guess what, folks? Guess what, folks running the country that are about to be red? The red fucking wave. Guess what? Marijuana does way more things than smoking. It makes things. It makes product without ruining the air. What a concept. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) But you got to do things better. You can't just be like, well... uh, Yes, the liberals did shit the bed. But 
what you keep telling us that you're going to do the oh, what do you what how are you going to do it what are you going to do you just keep saying what they're doing wrong and the liberals do the same thing you did that you're doing this right we know the economy sucks we know the immigration thing is a fucking problem we know um apparently abortion is a problem well we, we could have just left that alone but no we had to go fuck with that a little bit too didn't we i mean come on come on come on man <clears throat> And all these issues, but we're we're focused on this abortion. This abortion thing should not even be. We should not even be talking about it. We had laws. Or we had the fucking shit right, not totally right, but it was well. Everybody was happy, and now we got to rustle some feathers because people don't like this guy. This guy don't like that guy. And Jesus did this, and Jesus wants us to do that. We should talk about homeless, re- reforming homeless. We should be talking about the poor people, the, the 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 inflation in this world. Do you know how much the inflation would settle down if you made marijuana illegal? <gasps> what a concept. Uh, Democrats, you got to quit acting crazy. Just like uh, Republicans, you got to quit acting crazy. You know what I mean? You guys say this and that to the other one, then you do... You keep doing the same shit. We need changes. Ch-ch-ch-changes. That's what we fucking need. We need a young, young guy to come in. Not too young to where they're like AOC bullshit. We need a smart young man to come in and appreciate a bipartisan take on everything. I think Kennedy was that way, right? That's what we need. We need. We, we got to get rid of these. You're a Republican. I'm a Democrat. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. And let's. We'll, we'll find somebody. Uh, hey man, let's. I agree with you. I did fuck up. I did do this. Uh, this or that wrong. Uh, you're right. Let's get guys in there and go. You know what? I do agree with that, but I don't agree with that. Now let's talk about that, right? Instead of. Uh, Oh, no, 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 nobody. Nobody. No. We got to do it this way. All right, all right, pal? We're going to do it this way because your party is your party and you suck. And we don't want to do anything, even if it makes sense, to, to we're not going to do it. No. Because you're you. Right? That's the, that's the country we live in right now when it comes to elections. They have divided us in every possible way. And everybody everybody will say, well, the liberals, they divide us. Yes, they do divide us. But guess what, redumplicans? You guys don't fucking help. You don't help the situation. What happened to the days of, uh, you know, working together? We're a country all what is it uh under one god blah 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 one nation under a god we're not one nation anymore we're split up into teams now and your team better get it right or the other team will go after you because they don't like you bring your policies and blah 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 but democrats you got to do better too i mean it shows right here you know it's showing right here that you are fucking up. 
because of a lot of red. There's a lot of fucking red on these maps, right? Hello. Oh, hey, it's pronoun Pete. Hey guys, what's up? How you doing? Um, how you doing, Splat? How you doing, pronoun Pete? Uh, you just missed your buddy, Maga Man. Um, oh God, what did he have to say? I bet his dick was hard. Ugh. Um, yeah, it probably was. <laughs> He was a pretty happy camper, I'm not going to lie to you. Well, he's he's got an ego. He's a narcissist, racist, misogynistic bastard. So, of course, he's going to brag. and Oh, the red is on down. And, <laughs> don't give a shit. Don't give a shit about his red. Well, I mean, they are winning, pronoun P. I mean, look, here. Come here. See here? Uh, the balance of power of U.S. Senate is still at 49-48 Republicans, Republicans. I love the way you say that. Uh, do you like the way I say Democrats? I do not. Proceed. Okay, balance of power of U.S. House, uh, Democrats, 183. Republicans, 207, still the same. Uh, balance of power of governor, Democrats, 22. Republican, Republicans, 24. So how do you, um, as a blue supporter, I guess I'll say that instead of the word you don't want me to say. What's that splat? Redumplicant or Democrats? Oh my God, you're so childish. Ugh. What's with the ugh thing today, by the way? What do you mean? Shut up. Oh, this is what you do when you're angry. You got that little ick, little gay ick. Splat, I told you about that gay thing. That's not what I am, sir. Oh, sorry. You're non-dairy or whatever. But anyway, how do you feel? How do you feel? Yeah, the microphone's falling apart here. Okay, here we go. How do you feel about Mega Man's red wave going on at this moment? What's your take on uh, your boys here? Your 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 blue. Well, Splat, it's like this. One, the day is long. It is not over, okay? And this isn't a red wave. This was like a little red splash, right? I mean, look at it. They barely, they're barely doing anything. This isn't a, this isn't a um, setback for Democrats. It's pretty strong. It's pretty strong. It's pretty blue beside the few points here and there, right? I don't know what individual governors are or what who won. I didn't really look at that yet, but I see what you're saying here. I'm looking at your phone. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, it's quite revealing that the blue is still showing up to the polls. And they're saying that a young Young people showed up in droves, Splat. And the young people are the ones of the future of this country. And they're the ones that are can control everything when we're old and gray. You already there. I'm still here. Oh, fuck you. Fuck you. It's funny. Though. I'll give you that one. Okay, so <clears throat> I hear what you're saying, but you lost. Can you at least concede to MAGA Man? If he's listening somewhere, can you concede to him? Well, Splat, I'm going to tell you this. This election isn't over. 
So I'm not going to concede quite yet. Maybe next time you see me, I will say, if Mega Man wins, let's just do it now and get it over with, just in case. Right? You can black this out if I win. <laughs> I hit the button for you, Splat. Fuck you. Um, Mega Man, if you won this election, okay, congratulations. Um, I, I don't have any faith in your party. Um, hold on, I'm going to hit the uh, echo since he got it too. Okay. I have no faith in your party. That they would do anything to straighten out what you call the blue mess. Our inflation's going down. Our school numbers are going up. It shows that we did the correct thing in COVID uh, protocols. Dr. Fauci was very informative. Okay. And while I'm here, uh, you, uh, you're welcome, MAGA man. Fuck your red, though. Go blue. The blue is you. The blue loves you. But to all my blue constituents out there, okay, listen up, boys. Listen up, girls. Listen up, days. Because we're going to take over the world one day. It's going to be blue, blue, blue. And you're not going to see it coming red. And when we come after you, the blue is coming after you. And I tell you what, buddy, we're going to go so far up in you that we're going to drop loads and loads and loads of policies and votes and everything and take over. We're going to take over. But I want to thank all my blue voters for going out there and making a difference. You're making a difference for the communities of the transgenders and the gays and the, oh, the non-binaries and the they's and the him's and the he's and the she's and the those and the whatever's. The cis, the sus, the whatever communities. You've come out to vote for our rights. Sorry, I'm crying. But this is this is so emotional that the red is waiting. <laughs> but we can do it, Blue. We can do it. And next year in the presidential votes, you get out there and you vote your asses off. And you make sure that red doesn't win. Because we, the blue, are for you. And do we, the blue, we love you. Good night. All right. Very powerful on both sides. But you have a good day, Pronoun Pete. Thank you for giving us your input. And uh, I'll be sure if the Republicans win to play that for MAGA Man. I'll text it over to him or I'll tell him to listen because I'll keep it in the episode. But thank you for your take on the election. We appreciate you coming in. I'm sure we'll see you pop in once in a while. Okay, Splat. We'll see you later, buddy. 
Um, everybody take care. Stay high, stay fly, bitches. Bye, bye, Mega Man. See you later. Have a good one, buddy. All right, so there you go. You got your red and your blue outtakes on the election because it does look like the Republicans have taken it all the way around. Okay, now that we've got that, now that we got the fucking... The fucking nuts out of here. <laughs> um, let's talk about a little show I saw last night at the hot spot in Cedar Park off of New Hope Avenue or Road or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Um, <clears throat> there was a concert that a friend of mine invited me to, Miss Michaels. You all know her. One of my besties. And she invited me to this party. I got to see another friend there that runs the place. Uh, give it up for Tabitha. Um, she runs the hot spot. She, I don't, I can't give you details. We're going to try and get her on the podcast at some point. She can explain to you what the fuck she does there, right? <laughs> but uh, thank you, Tabitha, for joining us. Uh, it was a great show. It was um, alien. Uh, it was Chris Rowe from the Ataris. He played the Atari songs acoustically. He did Boys of Summer. Um, that was amazing. Um, then we had Alien Ant Farm, right? Which is my favorite, one of my favorite bands in the entire world. They're just very underrated. I agree. So a lot of people agree with me on that. Some people don't. Hey, what are you going to do? Um, sorry. Um, but we did see Alien Ant Farm. I'm trying to pull up the video I had. Maybe I wonder if it comes across. Um, here, let's see what we got here. Oh, sorry. Some alien ant farm here. There we go. They played this song, of course. They ended with this song. I'm going backwards here. What a great show, though. The energies on these guys, they sound... Hopefully you could, it comes across the air the way I'm hearing it, because they sound amazing. Amazing. That's what you're supposed to do at a concert, right? They sounded amazing. Of course, movies, 
they did Attitude, they did, uh, what was the other one, they did Shit, they did a bunch of good ones, um, but they were amazing, they could have played all night, I mean, if you want my opinion, you probably don't, but <laughs> I'm going to give it to you anyway, um, but yeah, they could have played all night, I would have been happy, but um, after them, of course, uh, Alien Ant Farm was amazing, though. Everybody out there, go see them if you ever get a chance. And then uh, Hoobastank came out. Yeah, Let's see, we got a little. Yeah. Again, looks, sounds amazing. This guy had strep throat. He was on all kind of medication. He was shooting NyQuil and shit on stage, doing shots, eating. And he let the crowd sing a lot of it. Man, what a crowd. I mean, listen to this. It sounds great. Not bad for a strep throat. Amazing. Good turnout at the hot spot in Cedar Park, man. There was a lot of people there. It was just amazing crowd. There's always a good crowd there, though. But Sammy's guys sounded amazing. Oh, they did Tears for Fears. I forgot about that. <laughs> this was great. Probably would have sounded better if he was healthy, but man, this is still a great surprise. Amazing. Yep. And that's Tears for Fears, Head Over Heels. Great surprise. Amazing. Really, what a great show. What a good throwback show. Of course, Who Was Staying. Popular ones here in a minute. Maybe right here. I think this is inside you. No. No, no, it is. Man, what a great voice, though, with Struck the Road. There he is, there's inside. I don't know if you guys listening know, I'm, some of you might know some of this stuff. Um, 
of course, this one. This is my song to my daughter when she was little. Because I wasn't the greatest perfect dad. But it's a great song. You can make fun of me all you want. Sounds great. Live. This is all live shit that I took. So. I mean, listen to that. I mean, great songs. I think they did Crawl in the Park. Yeah. I think they ended with this. Who doesn't love Crawling in the Dark, man? This song was the Jimmy Jam back in the day. Oh, shit. I fucked it up. Just amazing. So then after <coughs> Sublime, or not Sublime, Jesus fucking Christ. Swallow me. Um, after Hoobastank, um, Lit came out. I think I got some of them. Here we go. Again, looks great. Sounds amazing. I mean, these guys are old now, right? Well, yeah, that was lit. Oh, this is the greatest. <laughs> of course, taking a reverse pick of everybody around me. Tabitha, Miss Michaels. Great show. Great energy for a Tuesday night. I mean, it felt like there were, you had nothing to do tomorrow, but you did. <laughs> but man, the energy was work tour level energy. It was like the old work tour days. Man, that's the last time I saw these all these bands, I believe. But man, what a great, great show. Thanks again, Miss Michaels, for the invite. Thanks, Tabitha, for uh, hanging out with us a little bit there. Now, see, Tabitha, she always sends me videos, a little snippets on Snapchat if there's a band there that I might enjoy or something. And I appreciate you for that, Tabitha. Thank you very much. And she did it to me yesterday while on Alien Ant Farm, and I sent one to her. <laughs> I was like, I get to do it now. But she was already there, but you know what I mean. You get my point. Uh, so, yeah, that was the show in a nutshell. Um, amazing show. Great energy. If you ever get a chance to see a band at the hot spot, I highly, highly recommend it. We've talked about them many, many times on the podcast. Uh, just a great venue all the way around, to be honest with you. Great, great environment. The people, the people that work there are great, including Tabitha. She's amazing. Um, but uh, what a great night! Uh, 
for an election day. <laughs> All right, folks. That's going to wrap up this episode um, of Splash in the Corner podcast. <clears throat> well, that's... Well, we're almost done. Let's put it that way. We're about to take a break, but I wanted to get all the information to you. Um, then I'm going to lead. Uh, I'm going to take you guys to the break in my favorite Alien Ant Farm song. It's not really ever been played on the radio or anything. It wasn't popular, I guess is what I'm saying. They, I wish they would have played it last night. It's not Wham. I wish they would have played Wham last night. That would have been fucking great. Damn, that would have been great. Um, but that was not the case. Um, but man, what a great fucking show. Um, um, thanks for joining me, by the way. We're going to take a break. We're going to go into the shit sports shit show, which I might, I'm going to try to do my best, but my throat is killing me. My voice was gone this morning. Um, I finally got it back. Um, but uh, here we are. And remember, you can join us. Life throws so many things at you, and you know, so much anxiety. And... What's going on here? Sorry. Sorry, sorry, I got confused here. But anyway, you can join us next sports shit show. Um or you can reach us at Splatch Unicorner Podcast or Splatch Unicorner at gmail.com, Splatch Unicorner Podcast on Instagram or Twitter. <clears throat> and remember folks, stay high, stay fly. Peace and love and a holy smoke above. Stick around for the sports if you want. All right? Peace and love and a holy smoke above. We'll see you in a few. Two, 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 and two.
Total pressure washing over you. Total pressure. Hey, we're talking pressure here. We're talking pressure washing, window cleaning, gutter cleaning, roof, building washing, sidewalks, driveways, and many more. It's all commercial and residential, and they're fully insured. They're total pressure washing. And call Alfonso at 512-993-5331. Again, that's Alfonso at 512-993-5331. Or you can reach them at the website, the Total Pressure Washington, Washington, Total Pressure Washington, Texas.com. Or Alfonso at Total Pressure Washington, Total pressure washing over you. So give them a call for your pressure washing needs. Tell them Splat's Unicorner sent you all the pressure. Hey, everybody. We're here to talk about Mr. Nice Guys in Austin, Texas. And they have everything you need for your smoking your edibles your whatever needs mr nice guy has that for you let's give it a good cheer for mr nice guys all right i'm telling you you can find everything that look i have a list right here of the new things they have now things they you can't get anywhere else okay check this out they they have a hitoki hitaki hitoki laser pipe right water pipe it's like this big you can see you can't, i know you can't see me but it's yay big you hit it laser hits the fucking weed or tobacco or whatever and man it just your your delta your whatever it just it hits it it hits so nice you feel so good then you have your canna elite edibles they have the the bombs that I discovered, if you go listen to the podcast, uh, I can't remember uh, the episode, but I didn't know what to do with the bomb, but it's you put it in hot water, it becomes hot chocolate. It's fucking, it's amazing. I wouldn't tell you it wasn't amazing if it wasn't. And you have chronic harvest infused lemonades, and those were so tasty, I got to taste them. I got to taste all these products. Um, so... Look, even if you're watching the video commercial, it's Canna Elite. Looks like this if you go to Mr. Nice Guys. Um, they have the Chronic Harvest Infused Lemonades, like I just said. Uh, they are featured in Texas Hemp Reporter, which is a great magazine for all you hemp people out there, the THC people, the CBD people, everybody. Check out the Texas Hemp Reporter. Uh, Tommy Chong's candles. You want to smell like Tommy? Ch- you want your house smelling like Chong? Sorry, TV came on. Um, you want your house smelling like Chong? Go to Mister Nice Guys. Get a Tommy Chong candle. A beautiful burns, baby, and elephant cones. I love these cones. I'm a raw guy, but uh, I, I was rolling some of these cones. I was smoking some of these cones. 
They are fucking great. I think I'm going to go up there when I go get my bomb. I'm going to go buy buy another bomb. Uh, and uh, we are going to uh, get some more of those cones when I'm there for uh, those elephant cones. I love them. They were smooth. Uh, I enjoyed the designs. It was great. They have the peace water, the cream flour, the C-R-E-M cream dollar, dollar, dollar bills, y'all, flour. And, of course, all, all your raw products. And they have so much more there. They just have everything that you need there. Go there. Mr. Nice Guys, uh, uh, 13201 Pound Springs Road, Austin, Texas. You can also reach them on Instagram. Uh, at Mr. Underscore Nice Underscore Guys Underscore Austin. Again, that's m- at Mr. Underscore Nice Underscore Guys Underscore Austin. And on Facebook at Mr. Nice Guys ATX. Okay? I can't tell you, these guys are the greatest. And you're going to love them. Mr. Nice Guys. 13201 Pond Springs Road, Austin, Texas. Courtney and Kelly own the place. They're friends of mine. I highly recommend this place. They will help you out in everything you need. So go there. Tell them you're a horny horse from the Splatuna Corner, and they will do nothing for you. They will hug you and tell you that they are also a unicorner horny horse. <laughs> Just tell them I said hi. That's all I'm asking. So everybody go to Mr. Nice Guys, uh, Pond Springs Road, 3201, Pond Springs, 13201, Pond Springs Road. Get all your, the new Hitoki laser. Get your Canna Elite edibles. Get your chronic harvest infused lemonades. Come on, man. Get your Tommy, Tommy Chong candles. You can't ask for better more. So join, or not join, go there. You're going to love it. So go ahead. Go ahead and try, Mr. Nice Guys. Welcome back to the Sports Shit Show. Sports Shit Show. Yeah. Chicken. Baker Mayfield. How's everybody doing? How was your sports weekend? Excellent. Good to hear. It's your dude. It's your dude. Sorry, that's loud as fuck. It's your dude. How you doing? How you doing, my dudes? Even though you're a lady, it doesn't matter. You're a dude on this show. 
We're here at the SUP Studios. And uh, things happen. Uh, Josh Allen might be hurt. Seems the Jets got to him. A little elbow hurting. A little elbow hurting. I guess he's it's manageable. They're gonna they might play him. They might not play him. My view on that is send him out. Set him out a week. Uh, for sure, if they would have won against the Jets, because losing against the Jets, they fucked. They shook the whole division AFC up, losing by the to the Jets. Right? If they would have won that game, I would be sitting him, no questions asked. But I guess that's all up to the people in the Buffalo. Yes, yes, yes. Um, let's see. Um, WNBA news. And I'm not laughing at the situation, but uh, our, our friend Brittany Griner is being moved to a Russian penal colony. Does that mean she's going to bust rocks and make some uh, license plates or something? Uh, Brittany Griner is in the process of being moved to a Russian penal colony. Uh, transfer from a detention center in Ishka, Russia. Began on Friday. A statement from her legal team said they added that they have not been given any information on her current location or her final destination. But they will be notified via mail when she arrives. Our primary concern continues to be Brittany Griner's health and well-being as we work through this very difficult phase of not knowing exactly where Brittany Griner is or how she is doing. We ask for the public support, uh, Griner's agent Lindsay Colas said in a statement seen by the insider. So, um, she went from kicking rocks to busting rocks. But I guess uh, when there's a war, you'll be used as a criminal or a uh, political pawn. If this was any other time, you would have got deported and we would have been over it. You would have been held accountable to the WNBA. But no, you decided to make this mistake during uh, during uh, a time of war, which isn't good. Hey, blindside, Big Michael Orr fucking got married. Sweet. <clears throat> oh, and the Astros. Did we talk about this last week? I don't know, but the Astros won. Yay, I guess. I don't know. What do you want me to say? Here. In honor of the Astros. Or whatever, banging on a garbage can or whatever. You know what I mean? <laughs> Ric Flair unhappy with former WWE Championship appearing on Raw. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Who? Ric Flair. Ric Flair unhappy. Go woo on a bitch. Woo woo on a bitch. That's right. He's not happy. He's not happy with his scripted fighting. Oh, Nick Saban's mad. 
course he is. Martina Navratilova. Navratilova? I don't fucking know. Compare Donald Trump's presidentship to the communist Czechoslovakia. Anyway, let's get on to sports, guys. Fuck these headlines. Stupid. You fucking fuck knuckles. Um, we did. Come on. Jesus fucking Christ. We did have a championship <clears throat> in NASCAR this weekend, folks. We do have a champ. All the champions, my friend. We'll. Keep on driving. See what I did there? Till the end. No time for right turns. No, only left ones. Well, your top five was Kevin Harvick, Chase Briscoe, Ross Chastain, The Wall Climber, and Ryan Blaney. And your winner, folks, for your 2022. NASCAR Series champion. He clinches it at Phoenix in Phoenix International Raceway in Avondale, Arizona. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Joey, go fuck yourself, Logano. Yeah, we fuck you. I tricked you with the cheers. Give him a little more. Come on, man. Right? So, Joey Logano, if you're not first, you're last. He got the championship this year. Fuck you, dude. I hate that guy. Uh, Fuck you. Fuck you, buddy. We'll see you in February to start the new season right after the Super Bowl. So there's your championship uh, for your NASCAR. Everybody fucking happy now? I think my brother likes Joey Logano. There you go, Jer. There you go, buddy. Here's your fucking Joey. Go fuck yourself, Logano, right up the booty hole, all right? <laughs> it was a good race. Let's see if we can uh, pull up the last couple laps. But it was pretty. It, it was back and forth with the uh, with the guys that were in it. I guess the new system or whatever. Um, the uh, whatever system they have now seems to be working. Um, let's see if I can get this here. I like they put the first laps of the race. <laughs> Tell me. <laughs> Fucking stupid, you dumb dumbs. Hoo hoo hoo. I just want to see some highlights. Okay, first lap of practice. We don't give a shit. <laughs> God dang it. Okay, here we go. We're going to do a cup series. In a year full recap. of new, one constant from the start. This is for to you, Joey. Go fuck yourself, Has been success from now two time Cup Series champion. Joey Logano from the brand new clash at the Coliseum at Los Angeles Memorial Coliseum all the way through this entire parody of the next gen car Joey Logano goes from winning in Los Angeles to winning in Phoenix for NASCAR Cup Series Championship. 
And this time it was oh so special being able to have at least one of his three kids along with him. I don't care. Along for I don't want to hear this. I want to see the fucking highlights, you fucking cocksucker. Jesus. Fucking Christ. What are you doing to me, man? How could it be this fucking hard? Let's see. What did you think? Oop. You've completely changed the game. Hey, I'm going to remember your name, Al Yankovic. <laughs> Why not play it again? Um, yeah, I don't see any, like, this one's pretty long, so. I couldn't believe how much I laughed yeah! at the craziest biopic. single circuit to this point. Chase Elliott running him six. Christopher Bell is up to 11th. Ross Chastain up 11 spots. Joey Logano wins stage number one. Christopher Bell got squeezed to the outside. Chastain continues to hold on to that sixth position. Joey Logano on the outside. Ryan Blaney to the lead. Stage two is officially in the books. Ryan Blaney across the line in front of Joey Logano. Green flag is in the air. We're racing once more at Phoenix Raceway. Chase Elliott gets turned. He slams the inside retaining wall. It may have been Ross Chastain. The car is on the track. It's up to speed. One lap down. Christopher Bell looking low, but he can't make it happen. Bowman trying to make a move, and here comes Michael McDowell, full head of steam. Brutal stop for Christopher Bell. Lost 11 spots. Green flag. Goes back in the air. Great race. Shoot out up front. But Joey Logano taking the lead right now from Chase Briscoe. Ross Chastain doing everything he can. He's going to take Briscoe at the racetrack in turn two. In the third position. For the second time in his career, Joey Logano wins the NASCAR Cup Series season finale race. And Joey Logano is the 2022 NASCAR Cup Series champion. Oh, well, well, there you go. There's your recap of the fucking NASCAR. It's over for a couple months. Sorry, folks. You uh, NASCAR, thank you, NASCAR. Thank you for uh, keeping us warm until football got back and basketball and all that jive. Also, thank you to baseball for doing the same. Uh, we'll see you in a few months. We'll have a, we might have a Daytona 500 special episode. Who knows? See what we can do. Anyway... That's your NASCAR news. Joey, go fuck yourself, Logano. Yippee-yah, yippee-yay, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, folks. Yeah, it's going to be weird not, not reading you the low down on the NASCAR. Some of you guys will, won't go to sleep now. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> since my throat is killing me, <clears throat> And my uh, voice is going, and well, hopefully it sounds good coming through that microphone. Um, let's give you uh, the upcoming, uh, I'll give you the top, give you the top, uh, I'll give you the top, um, 
10 in college. It's Clemson at 10, Alabama 9, USC 8, LSU jumps up to number 7, Oregon jumps up to number 6, Tennessee drops to number 5, TCU bumps up to number 4, is number 3, jumped up to a couple spots. And, of course, number two, as always, the Ohio State University. Go Buckeyes! O-H-I-O! And number one, Georgia, the Bulldogs. The Bulldogs. Well, there you go. Uh, Notables, Texas is 18. Looks like uh, Oklahoma State dropped out. Couple people dropped out of there. Okay, but anyway, there's your lowdown. Let's give you the upcoming games. Let's get to that. Right. Because I'm a little, I'm a little bit country. I'm a little bit rock and roll. No, I'm not. No. But anyway, um, here's your upcoming games for college football. If you're into that sort of thing, you know. <laughs> um. Coming, these are the games coming up. Um, uh, Friday, November 11th, Colorado versus number eight, USC. Colorado's one and eight. USC is eight and one. That's at 8.30 on FS1. Um, USC is favored by 34. Holy crap. And Saturday, November 12th. Indiana three and six versus number two, the Ohio State Buckeyes. O-H-I-O. Uh, they're nine and zip, nine and zero, nine and noon, nine and nine. Uh, Eleven a.m. on Fox. We are favored, and when I say we, I mean the Buckeyes by forty points. Hopefully the weather, um, the weather cooperates. <laughs> we had a bit of a shit show last week. We won twenty-one to seven, um, but the wind, five fifty-five fifty-mile-an-hour wind or whatever, did not help our situation. But like I was saying to my friend the other day, um, college. You know, you have to win the ugly games, even when you're not playing at your best. You're not great at all, but you win. Those are the games in college you need to win because those are the games that get Ohio State every time. When they're having a bad game, it's, they lose it, and they don't, they, don't, they don't win, right? So we have to get past that, and I think that's where we're at. And if that's the case... We could be very dangerous because we had a shitty, that's the shittiest game I've seen Ohio State play in a long time. It's stats-wise, scoring-wise, against a team that was 1-7 or 1-6 or whatever the fuck. They weren't great. Um, but we won. by uh, Our worst game, we still won by 14 points. So uh, credit where credit is due on Ohio State because they could have lost that game very easily. Very, very easily. Okay, that number four TCU, 9-0, and zero, against number 18 Texas, 6-3. Uh, That's at 6.30 p.m. ABC, Texas is favored by 7. I hope so. I hope Texas wins this one for Texas' sake. 
Um, uh, I'll definitely be watching that. Uh, Missouri versus number five, Tennessee. Uh, Missouri's four and five. Tennessee is eight and one, buddy. Uh, that's 11 a.m. on CBS. Tennessee is favored by 20 and a half. That's right. Uh, number seven, LSU. Go Tigers. Uh, seven and two, Arkansas. Five and four. That's 11 a.m. ESPN. LSU is favored by three points. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, and look who squeaked into the fucking uh, rankings. Number 20, Notre Dame. Six and three against Navy. Three and six. 11 a.m. ABC. Notre Dame is favored by 15 and a half in that one. Um, Purdue chicken. No, just Purdue. Boilermakers or whatever the fuck they're called. Uh, they're 5 and 4 against number 21, Illinois. 7 and 2. 11 a.m. ESPN 2. Illinois is favored by 6 and a half. Um, Vanderbilt. 3 and 6 versus number 24, Kentucky. <clears throat> 6 and 3. 11 a.m. Uh, SEC Network. Uh, Kentucky is favored by 18 in this matchup. Nebraska 3 and 6 versus number 3. And they're 9 and 0. 2.30 p.m. ABC is favored by 31. Number 9, Alabama 7 and 2. Mm. Yeah, that deserves that. Against the number 11, Old Miss 8 and 1. Um, 2.30 p.m. CBS. Alabama's favored by 12. Uh, Louisville. 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 6-3 against number 10, Clemens. Clemson. 8-1. 2.30 p.m. ESPN. Clemson is favored by 7. And then we move down to Maryland uh, against the number 14, Penn State. Slap, 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 slapping sounds. Uh, Maryland is favored by six and three. PS is favor or, or Maryland is six and three. Penn State is seven and two. Two thirty p.m. Fox. Penn State is favored by ten. Ten. Boston College, two and seven, against number sixteen, uh, New York or North Carolina State, seven and two. Two thirty p.m. ACC Network. North Carolina is favored by nine. Number 22, UCF, against number 17, not one lane, but two lane. UCF is favored by seven, and, or, God, why do I keep saying that? Is seven and two. Two lane is eight and one, 2.30 p.m. ESPN, two, two lane is favored by one and a half points. <laughs> Shit together, splat. Get it together, man. God damn it. Well, you know. And number one, Georgia, nine and zero versus Mississippi State, six and three, six p.m. ESPN. Georgia is favored by sixteen. Boys, Whew. I'll be watching. I'll be keeping an eye on that one too. Tw- uh, number twenty-five, Washington, seven and two against number six, Oregon, eight and one. 6 p.m. Fox. Man, there's a lot of 6 o'clock games that are popping. Uh, Oregon is favored by 3.5 over there on Fox. Number 19, Kansas State, 6-3. and three. 
against Baylor, 6-3, 6, 6 p.m., FS1. Baylor is favored by 2.5. And, and then we have the Tar Heels, number 15 Tar Heels, 8-1. Nice job, boys. Against uh, against Wake the Fuck Up Forest at six and three six thirty p.m. ESP. I'm gonna be watching. I'm gonna be watch. Literally be watching four channel, five channels at once, or like flipping. Jesus H. Might have to turn on the second TV, boys. Uh, twenty three and girls. Uh, twenty three. Uh, number twenty three. Florida State six and three. Syracuse is six and three. I say 28, 23, 23 Florida State. I don't know what I said. Seven p.m. ACC Network, uh, Florida State is favored by seven in that game. And number 23, Florida State, uh, just repeating myself, folks, that's all. I My brain is not working right now. Uh, Stanford versus uh, number 13, Utah. Stanford is three and six. Utah is seven and two. It's at 9 p.m. ESPN. Utah is favored by 24 points. Arizona. Last but not least, Arizona three and six, number twelve UCLA, eight and one. That's at nine thirty p.m. on Fox. UCLA is favored by nineteen and a half, and that, folks, is your college football up or upcoming games. All right, all right, okay, okay. Quit badgering me. <laughs> it's a long way to the top if you want to rock and roll. That's all I'm gonna fucking say. Um, go to NFL. Let's talk NFL. Since uh, the Browns didn't play, we'll go through some of these games. The Eagles, of course, went eight and zero against the Texans. Uh, the Colts have fired their coach and hired uh, Saturday their old center. A weird move to be their coach, and the Patriots beat them. Let's go to the standings. American Football Conference, the AFC East. And we have Buffalo with six and two. They're right on to just they lost that game. They shouldn't have lost that game. I feel like the Jets are right behind them, of course. Six and three. Beating the Buffalo uh Bills. Miami six and three also. What a tight little and even the last person is right in it. Five and four Patriots. Wow, what a division. There might be one or two teams coming out of that motherfucker. AFC North. Not great, folks. Not great. Come on, man. Baltimore six and three. Sitting on top. Cincinnati's right below them at five and four. Uh, we're just hanging there. We're only two games out, believe it or not. Browns are still in this. Three and five. We have to win these next two games before Deshaun Watson gets in. I got a feeling we're going to drop the Houston. No, we're playing Houston. He can't drop that game, dude. Oh, man, we have some work to do. We'll go up to the schedule, Browns schedule here in a minute. Three and five, and then, of course, Yitzburg Spielers, uh, two and six at the bottom. Um, but yeah, Brown's got to do something. We had a bye week, thank God. We, uh, whew, whew, boy, do we squeak by with <laughs> not fucking anything up there. 
Uh, then we go to the AFC North, where Tennessee is five and three. Indianapolis is still in it <laughs> in the division, uh, two two games behind. Still not understanding. Three five and one. Jacksonville kind of in it. Three and six. Houston completely fucking out of it. See you later. One six and one. Oof. Oof. Um. <clears throat> then you have Kansas City. Uh, six and two. They're playing. Really good. Really, really good. Um, they're on top, 6-2 and two on AFC West. And they have the Chargers right behind them, 5-3. and three. Denver, 3-5. Three and five. Technically, kind of maybe still in it. I don't know if there's a scenario where they could be. Possibly depends what Casey and Chargers do. Do they shit the bed or do they still? We'll see. Raiders ain't got a shot. 2-6. 2-6. and six. Two and six. Philly, Philly, Philly. Eight and oh. Eight and zero. Well, I'm gonna say like this. I'm not a big Philly fan or anything. But remember when um Pittsburgh had this run? Maybe I said this already. I don't know. I'm repeating myself. It's cool. I'm allowed to. Um, Pittsburgh did the same thing. Went 11 and 0. Browns ruined their uh, season twice that year. We beat them the last game. Then we beat them again in a wild card game two weeks in a row. So uh, I'm not really. I see all this hype on ESPN. All these other motherfuckers are all hyping them up. Hey, no, they're gonna do. They, they're going to beat the uh, Miami Dolphins of the 1972 Dolphins. They're going to beat the 2000, what was it, 14, what, 7, whatever the fuck it was for the Patriots. can't think right now. Uh, it's not going to happen, boys. But, hey, what are you going to do? You never know. You never know. I'm, uh, I'm not rooting against you. Uh, I like to see history, so I'm not really mad at that. Dallas Wheaton Boys Cowboys six and two. New York Giants at six and two. Another division that's that's really really big show. I really I mean they're of course Philly's most likely gonna take the division. Maybe. They still look, if Dallas wins out, Giants win out, not out, but they win enough until Philly wins, loses two games. It's a tie. It's a three-way tie. And look, commanders are beating teams they shouldn't be beating, or at least coming close. I mean, I know we rag on the Washington commanders a lot, but damn, they're four and five. What the fuck? That's way better than I would imagine they were doing. So there's your NFC East, NFC football conference. And then the NFC North. Man, Minnesota. Nick, again, I apologize, dude. You looks like you're gonna take this division, man. Uh, seven and one. Wow. And then you have the Green Bay Go Pack Go Packers. They're sitting at three of six. And Rogers, listen, <clears throat> normally I'm on Rogers' side about what's going on with them. You know, the young receivers are dropping balls. They're not in their post. They're not in their where they're supposed to be, this and that, bad communication, whatnot, whatever. 
whatever he's yapping about. He's not wrong. He's not wrong about the coach. He's not wrong about anything, except for this week. Sir, Aaron Rodgers, that was all on you, dude. Those throws were pathetic. You you were just lobbing the balls when you should have been darting the balls. You should have been, there was guys open. If you would have just looked around the field for a second. I know your your offensive line is iffy right now. It's a, Sometimes they protect you, sometimes they don't. Sometimes you have time, sometimes you don't. So that's a factor, too. So I don't fault you for a lot of that. But the things, the decisions you were making and you weren't paying attention to the field this week, I watched the highlights. I watched what you were doing. You can't be doing that against a team like Detroit. You just can't do it. Although Detroit's defense, even though their record shows otherwise, their defense and their offense are decent. They just can't do it together. That's the problem with Detroit right now. They came out swinging with a great offense, but their defense fucked them many, many games. And now their offense is lagging, their defense is killing it, and uh, they're, well, they won that game, but you get what I mean. And you're sitting at three and six in second place, right with Chicago. And Chicago, sorry Packer fans, but Chicago is bringing up more steam. They're in a stride way better than you are right now. They're, they're going up. Their pendulum. Yours is going back. Now, can you break that possibly when you're playing Dallas this weekend and maybe get a big name under your belt, a good win, maybe some motivation, some little stinger, like, yeah, all right, if we can do this, maybe we can at least salvage what we have left of of the season and maybe not look like what you were looking like. Uh, Chicago Bear fans and uh, Green Bay Packer fans should know that you're both three and six, sitting pretty right there in second. Detroit fans, you should know that you're usually where you're at, right at the bottom, two and six. <laughs> um, NFC North. Uh, Tampa Bay, four and five, and let me tell you something uh, that game they played who was it? who the fuck was it i don't know why i can't think of it right now um, but my god oh there's the rams the rams the rams, the rams. super bowl champions um uh, the score was 13 16 to 13 um now well, we got we had like a minute a minute left uh, or something. Well, uh, Tampa Bay was uh, marching down the field towards the end. There was a couple minutes left in the fourth quarter, right? And I'm thinking, oh, here's his drive. He got to the red zone. He pulls in Aaron Rodgers. Can't fucking get can't get the job done. And you're like, well, he fucked it up. They both did the same thing, right? And you're thinking this. Well. Kudos to Tampa Bay's defense for coming out three and out and fucking Rams. They kick the ball. There's a minute something left. They kick the ball. It breaks down to 44 seconds. The guy catches the ball, comes down to 34 seconds or 32 seconds. Tom Brady marches all the way down the fucking field. Right? And, uh... Throws this touchdown pass to win the 
fucking game. It was classic Tom Brady, right? Just a couple seconds left, and I'm going to fucking... But you really didn't know because the drive before that would looked super fucking great, and then he blew it. So I'm thinking, I'd love to see that old Tom Brady zing-zing bring us back in 20 seconds. I've seen him do it before, 27 seconds. So this time he did it in 30, right? And he starts hitting all the right plays. I'm like, boom, boom, he's doing it. He's doing it. I'm looking at Miss Michaels. We were watching it with the uh, after the NASCAR race, and I was like, "I think he's gonna do it," and he fucking did it. We just our jaws were like, "What? That divorce is over." Yeah, I'm saying it now. Tom Brady is back, and he is gonna fucking you know fucking go on a bit. That's right. Woo! Exactly what Tom Brady's about to do. I could be wrong. Could be wrong, but I feel like oof, that was classic old school Tom Brady. They're sitting at four and five on top at number one, four and five, folks. And Atlanta's right behind them, four and five. New Orleans is three and six. Carolina two and seven. NFC West, Seattle Seahawks. My fucking god, Geno Smith don't get the MVP this year. Go fuck yourselves. Because he is fucking killing it. They're going to give it to Jalen Hurts, but god damn it, Geno Smith's comeback story is amazing. I'm a big fan of Geno Smith. Six and three. San Francisco is four and four. They're predicting them to be in the Super Bowl with the Bills, but eh, I don't know about that. Exactly. Uh, The LA Rams are three and five. Wow, we have the same record as the Super Bowl champs. And Arizona, three and six. Wow, what is going on with um, Arizona there? Well, that's your standings in the NFL. We'll mosey on over. And we will give you the upcoming games. How about that, folks? Does that fucking do anything for you? Does that get your nipples hard? Uh huh. I thought so. Okay, Thursday, November 10th. Falcons versus the Panthers. Oh, shit. We're back. We're back to the shit games on Thursday. Yes, folks. It was bound to happen again sooner or later, but you know my dumb ass will be watching it. <laughs> uh, that's the Falcons-Panthers, uh, 7 p.m. on Prime Video. Atlanta's favored by two and a half. Then on Sunday, 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 November 13th, we have a Germany-Munich game at 8.30 a.m. on NFL Network. I'll be waking up super early for that. Seahawks versus the Buccaneers, you bet your ass I will be waking up for that fucking game. For show. For show. And then we have the Cleveland motherfucking Browns, baby. Three and five versus the Miami Miami Dolphins. At six and three, 12 p.m. CBS. Miami Miami is favored by three and a half. And then we have the Texans. One, six and one. Against the New York Giants. Six and two, 12 p.m. CBS. Giants are favored by five. Five. Uh, then you have the Cowboys. We them boys. 
Cowboys versus Green Bay. Go Pack Go Packers. Uh, Cowboys are six and two. Packers are three and six. If this is a game, uh, if Aaron Rodgers wants to save some dignity out of his any shred of dignity out of this season, this would be the game for him to show up on. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be my buddy Ross's birthday. We're going to have a good time. We're all going to gather around and watch his boys and Miss Michaels Packers go at it. And I get to watch these two fools go at each other. It's fucking great. <laughs> but I love them both. We all love each other. It's all in good fun. Um, let's see. Then we have the Vikings seven and one versus the Bills six and two. I'm going for you on this one, old nickel. Nick, go Vikings. Go skull, whatever skull, ska skull, or whatever the fuck you guys say. Seven and one. Bills six and two. That's at noon. Fox three and a half. Buffalo's favored. And you have the Detroit Lions two and six versus the Bears three and six. The divisional game. Noon, Fox, Chicago's favored by three. Uh, I think Chicago's going to really show up on this game. Now they got Clus, uh, Claypool. Uh, and uh, what was it? Um, Fields ran for 178 yards, a couple touchdowns or a touchdown something. Broke the record since Michael Vick in 2000-whatever. Uh, the Broncos, three and five versus the Tennessee Titans. Five and three. That's at noon. CBS. Tennessee is only favored by two in that game. Ah, oof. oof. I don't know about that. I might take that bet. Uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jaguars. Three and six versus the Chiefs. Six and two. That's at noon. CBS. KC is only favored by nine and a half. The, the New Orleans Saints. Three and six versus the Pick. Schittsburg Squealers, two and six. Go Saints, go. Who day, who dat, whatever the fuck you say. At noon, Fox, New Orleans is favored by 1.5. Uh, Dalton knows how to handle those boys. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts, three, five, and one. Versus the Raiders, two and six. Um, 3 p.m. CBS. The Raiders are favored by six points. I doubt Indianapolis is ever going to be favored again this year after that firing and hiring or whatever the fuck they did. Um, then we have the Arizona Cardinals three and six versus the Rams three and five. Uh, that's a three twenty-five on Fox. Rams are favored by one and a half. Chargers versus the Forty ers Chargers are five and three. 49ers are four and four. Um, that's the Sunday American night football, whatever the fuck on NBC. It's seven twenty. San Francisco's favored by seven. At least that, that should that should be a good game. That's kind of like a playoff. No, I guess that wouldn't be a playoff. I don't know. Looks like it'll be a good game though. And then Monday, November fourteenth, can the Commanders at four and five? They've been a spoiler for a lot of teams this year. Can they can they bring down the power of the Philadelphia eat brown drink yellow wear green? Go fly Eagles fly or whatever the fuck they say. At eight and zero, can they bring them down? The Commanders been spoiling a lot of boys these these uh, this year so far. Seven fifteen, ESPN Philly is favored by eleven. 
That one should be interesting. So that's your football upcoming games and your standings. Go Browns, bitches. Of course, we know the Astros won. Fuck the Astros. Go Guardians. Um, we'll give you the standings. Give you the standings in, um, in basketball, and then we'll... Uh, wrap this bitch up. How about that? I just want to also want to thank Jonathan, one of our um, listeners out there. He invited me out to watch the Monday night game. We had a good time yapping and yapping and yet mostly mostly me yapping, but that's all good. Uh, that's part of my charm there. Um, we watched the Ravens New Orleans game. So that was fun getting out of the house. Thanks, Jonathan, for inviting me out. It was fun times, brother. Good to see uh, some other people, Ash, Lance, and Ben, Discount Ben Roethlisberger. Um, of course, I had to change it because I used to say he looked like Ben Roethlisberger or Down Syndrome, but he, took, he got a little butthurt about that one. Some people are a little sensitive these days. I don't know, so I don't hang around him much because he's going to get offended by a lot of stuff I'm going to say. I'm pretty positive. But when I see him, I'm cordial. I say, hi, how you doing? Okay, so the Eastern Conference, <clears throat> we have Milwaukee at 9-1. and one. But then, number two, baby, at 8-2, and two, just one game behind Milwaukee, it's the Cleveland Cavaliers without LeBron. Donovan Mitchell, Kevin Love, and all the boys are killing it right now. Matter of fact, we beat LeBron on the uh, against the Lakers on Sunday, one fourteen to one hundred. It was amazing. Listen, I love LeBron. I'm a LeBron fan. Don't get me wrong. You can rag on me. Do say say whatever the fuck it is you want to say. You know my opinion on it. But I want to win a Cavaliers championship without LeBron. I want Kevin Love to do it, and he's doing it. Kevin Love has brought. A sense of team. It's almost like the 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 Patriots used to be. It's a team thing. No individual, you know. Kevin Love has created a scenario where there's a lot of young dudes and a couple couple veterans. Not many. They're all young guys. And they are fucking killing it right now. They are beat. We beat fucking Boston in overtime. We are beating elite teams. It's not like we're nine, uh, eight and two, and we're beating uh, the Wizards or uh, a Philly or something. You know what I mean? So go Cavs. I love them. Always have. Always will. Let's get that ring this year. That's all I'm asking. Let's knock Milwaukee on that ass. And Boston is seventh. Boston is at seven and three. Atlanta seven and three. Toronto six and five. Chicago at six in sixth place. It's six and six. Uh, Indiana at number seven, five and five. New York Knicks five and five at eight. Number eight. Number nine. Washington five and six. Seventy sixers at ten. And in the basement there, in the Bottom, bottom, where they don't even give you a number. 
Brooklyn Nets are four and seven. Miami Miami is four and seven. Charlotte's three and eight. Detroit is three and eight. And Orlando is three and nine. We just laugh at that section. Don't take offense. Western Conference, Utah Jazz. Mm-mm-mm. Nine and three, baby. Sitting right up there above Phoenix, seven and three. Portland seven and three at number three. <laughs> Number four, uh, Denver, seven and three. Number five, Memphis, seven and four. Dallas Mavs, go Mavs. Uh, Dallas Mavs, uh, six and four, sitting there at number six. Number seven, LA Clippers. They beat us by two points, motherfuckers. Uh, six and five. And number eight, New Orleans, five and five. And number nine, uh, San Antonio Spurs, five and six. Number 10, Minnesota, five and six. And at the little bitty bitty bottom, Oklahoma City, four and six. Golden State Warriors, four and seven. Sacramento, three and six. LA Lakers, two and eight. Uh, Houston Rockets, two and nine. And we're going to wrap it up with another laugh. But yeah, man, that was Brian. Gave us a nice compliment. I liked it. But I feel good about I said it last year. I was like, man, we made it to the play-in with just rookies and Kevin Love, pretty much. We can do it this year. We got the right pieces. Got the right shit going on. We've got no distractions like we did before. There's no fucking hot shot celebrities. Just dudes playing fucking ball. And that's the way it should have been. Take note, LeBron James. I love you, dude. I'm not ragging on you. I'm not hating on you. I'm just telling you this is what you could have done for the Cleveland Cavaliers. Instead of trying to... Look, I got nothing against super teams or whatever you guys want to call it. You claim that LeBron brought that shit together, but that's bullshit. Super teams have been around for a long fucking time. Just because two great players didn't play against each other doesn't mean that there weren't super teams playing against each other. Stop it. But anyway, I digress. Um, LeBron, you could have did what Kevin Love... Kevin Love is showing you, the GOAT, whatever you want to call him, the greatest player that's playing at the moment. Remember, that? that's what I dub him. Not the, not the greatest of all time. He's the greatest player at this moment or in his generation or whatever. Um, but... You see my point. Kevin Love is showing you this is what you should have done. Uh, From the 2016 championship, Kevin Love is still there, and he's building a championship team that has no arrogance. It has no bullshit. It has no distractions outside of the court. They are young, hungry players that just want to play fucking basketball. And that's what it comes down to. And that's dangerous. Right? If we had the we did it with the veterans and, and LeBron and the boys, we did it. Now we're doing it organically. And it is amazing to feel this. I mean, we're not there yet. It's early. I get it. But even if they shit the bed, uh, there's a there's a light that we're getting closer. Closer. Closer and closer and closer until we win the fucking championship. But I'm feeling it this year. I think our only, if we continue on the path we're on now, let's stay healthy 
even if we're not healthy, let's get these injuries early. Let's get it out of the way. But we have young guys, probably not a whole lot of injuries. God, I hope hope I don't jinx anybody. Um, but the Cavaliers, I just want to take this moment before we wrap this episode up. I just want to give them props right now. Not a whole lot of people are talking about them. Not a whole lot of people are giving them praise right now. They're they're now they're too busy to worried about Milwaukee and Boston and uh, the Lakers losing. They're so worried about losing. They're not paying attention to us winning. The great thing is, if we start winning, we get games on TV, and I get to watch it. I got to watch the Boston game. It's fucking amazing. So, Kevin Love, props to you, sir, for doing what LeBron technically should have and could have done what he should have done to the Lakers he could have done his uh, super team he could have left that at Miami right could have left that at Miami and then continue okay I did that already instead of trying to make a bigger 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 uh, superstar team dream team you should have did what Kevin Love is doing I'll say it again Kevin Love deserves props and nobody's giving it to him this guy uh, battled through depression when LeBron was here. He, he's battling a lot of shit. And look at him. Look at the team he has built around him. He's not asking for a fuck. They paid him five years after the championship and a shitload of money. Not so much money they couldn't get guys. They got guys. So uh, I hope the Cavs keep it up. I hope we prove the rest of the world. It's Cleveland against the world in every Cleveland sports team, period. Fucking period. Cleveland against the world always. And no matter how good we're doing, it's always going to be people are. Uh, it's Cleveland. It's Cleveland. It's Cleveland. It's Cleveland. And you can say that all you want. I don't get that shit. Don't hurt me because I'm from Cleveland. And you know what the, the great thing about Cleveland is? Sports teams, their people, we do not give up. We could be losing our whole life. Our life could be shit, nothing, and we're still going to fucking keep going. Keep going until we get our moment, until we get to shine a little bit or get a little bit of money or this or that. That's what it's about. And if people can't understand that kind of fucking culture in Cleveland, motherfucking Ohio, well, Splat, if it's so great, why don't you move to Texas? Because the weather. If you if you uh, lifted Cleveland from the ground and put it in this fucking weather in Texas, I'd still be there. No doubt about it. So go Cavaliers. Keep it up. Browns, oh, man, we got a hard road. Let's see what their upcoming schedule. I think we look at this every week, but God damn it. Um, I know we have... Uh, we have the uh, Miami Dolphins this week. God damn it. <clears throat> okay, we have the Dolphins this week. Then after that, we have the... Oh, God. Oh, this stretch of games is going to be hard. We have the Bills. Hopefully somebody can take Josh Allen out this week. Sorry, I know it's cruel, but I need it done. Oh, and as Tom Brady, the GOAT, gets his stride going and he's coming back, he has to play us. That's right. Buccaneers. And then, of course, that's when, uh, after that, 
on the 4th. Um, the Browns and the Texans, I believe, are going out to Houston to check that out. Me and my niece and her husband and my little nephew. We're going to see our other little nephew that just moved to Huntsville right outside of Houston. I think that's how it's going down. I'm not sure. i got to double. i got to get the details. It was a quick text. But if so, we'll do a little, uh, we'll definitely have a good, nice episode on that one. Then we play, of course, the Bengals, of course, and then the Ravens, and then the Saints. Hopefully we can win that one. Commanders, I hope they're not getting good by then. Of course, we end the season with the Queelers. So we have a rough, tough, oh, such a rough fucking road ahead. Of us coming up. So go Browns. I, I don't want to diminish you guys. Go Browns. Go Cavs. Go Cavs. And go Blue Jackets. I know you're not doing great this year. Anybody want to? I guess before we leave here, and this will be it, uh, I'll give you the NHL standings. That won't take long. I can zip through those real quick. For my hockey fans, I don't know. There's a few out there. I like hockey. I just like to rag on the uh, on the people. Okay, so Eastern Conference, we're running out of time here, so we'll wrap this up. Uh, Boston's at number one. Detroit's behind them, three games. Toronto's behind them, three games. Tampa Bay is, oh, no, it's not three games. My bad. I'm reading it wrong. Boston is three uh, on top. Okay, we'll just go. We'll just do it this way. Boston's on first. Detroit's in second. Toronto's in third. Tampa Bay's in fourth. Florida is after that. Buffalo, Montreal, and Ottawa. The Metropolitan. Um, conference, New Jersey, New York, Islanders, Carolina, Carolina, yeah, Philadelphia, New uh, the Rangers, New York Rangers, Washington, Pittsburgh, and we are last, but we're not far behind. We actually are far behind. Never mind. Western Conference Central, Winnipeg is on first. Dallas Stars in the second place. There, gotta love that. Colorado in third. Fourth is Chicago, Arizona. Fifth, Minnesota sixth, Nashville seventh, eighth, St. Louis. And in the Pacific, uh, the Vegas Golden Knights, which is my second favorite team. They're number one. Seattle, are they the uh, Seattle uh, Krakens? L.A., Edmond, Calgary, Vancouver, Anaheim, and then San Jose at the bottom. All right, folks. Uh, Sorry for that quick one. Uh, this time around, uh, but what are you gonna do? You know, There's so much shit there before the time runs out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, folks! All right, everybody, enjoy your weekend. I hope I'll be watching some games. We'll catch you up next week here on Wednesdays. You can reach us at Splat Unicorner, Corner at gmail.com. You can reach us at Splat Unicorner Podcast on Instagram or Twitter. And, um, yeah, we're working on some projects. We're going to try and get some people on here soon. Oh, shit. Oh, sorry. Oh, God. Oh, Lord. Oh, Lordy Lord. What are you doing, buddy? Um, I know I've been procrastinating, but... things are going on in my life and uh, I have to pay attention to them and uh, 
But I do want to get some projects done, some interviews in. I know some people have been calling me to get in. Uh, so we'll get them in soon. But uh, other than that, thank you guys so much for your support. Like, share. Tell your friends, your family about the show. Appreciate you. Um, maybe one of these days we'll get some more merch. I'd like to get some tees made or some tank tops or something. But that takes money, folks, and uh, as long as we are in recession. You know, Splash is going to give you words as a gift. But I hope everybody stays safe out there. <clears throat> Sorry about my voice today. Hopefully you enjoyed the Splash Unicorner podcast in the first segment. And, of course, I hope you enjoyed this segment, this uh, sports shit show. Join us here every Wednesday. I love you guys so much. Stay high. Stay fly. Peace and love. And the holy smoke above. That's right. I'm out, bitches. We'll see you. Same splat time. Same splat channel. I'm out, bitches.